Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So you and I are in a fight today, Alice. We are? No, we I didn't were. Know we were in a fight today. We were. Remember when we were, you were yelling at me earlier today during my show as I'm oh, yeah. talking oh, I'm yeah. speaking to a guy <laughs> on the oh, air yeah, from fight. who from Ukraine talking about the people he was talking his family and the things happening there. Meanwhile, text by text come in it was my wife yelling with shows on my computer that I use and my, there's no getting away from it. <clears throat> so then and I'm blaming this on you today. So then okay. I'm my attention is now split between you and my job. And so we're in this unfortunately we were trying to it's logistics of kids and dentists and this and that and we're and I'm 300 miles away from you and all this stuff et cetera, and all sorts of stuff is happening it throws me off my game. I also have worked during the day. Well, then I understand Alice but you're not doing a performance for for you know thousands of people no, so then I they can talk to my ukraine guy the hold, ceo uh, of the company uh, about uh, reports and stuff that's all on a zoom call that's very much easier to handle dentist appointments and logistics and things while i'm doing that so you know i get it totally fair that it's all on me to do all those things so I'm so i'm t- t- multitasking as i'm doing my job talking to mostly friendlies and then the uh, second hour of the show, I uh, essentially three call- callers in a row essentially just wiped the floor with me. I lost my footing. I didn't have facts at my phone. I couldn't get any of my links and my notes, etc. In time, I was frazzled. And uh, because they, of me, I I blame it. I, I I think you knocked me off balance early on today, and then the, and then a couple of callers. Who credit to them had their stuff together, and you know one I saw I knew what was coming too because I heard him give the exact call on another station. So I said, "Oh, I'm ready for this." I wasn't ready. I couldn't get anything near me. I couldn't recall anything. All on the subject of energy. So, so I did. I got KO'd in my own show today for one hour. I, I only, it, it's I I just didn't. It was one of these days where I didn't have it. Just didn't have it. So. But then, you know, the rest of the show is just fine, et cetera. But it is an interesting thing. And I'm going to talk about it tomorrow, too, because, you know, because, you know about why? About me? No, uh, no. But, I, but, but no, I'm not going to talk about you. I'm going to talk about um, getting, having callers run circles around you when you're, I mean, I'm a hack. And sometimes. You get caught. Right. Sometimes I get caught. And in, uh, there's no shame in being a hack. All my favorite radio people are hacks. But I'm not a nuclear engineer, yet I talk about nuclear stuff all the time. I'm not any of these things, obviously, but, but I talk about it all mm-hmm. the time. But sometimes you're, you just get you, you're, you're, the goalie it doesn't have it that day. He's not standing on his head, as you would say. 
So that's what today was for one hour. Uh, and I should have had my ducks. Nothing, just nothing was coming. Even when I saw something, I saw something. I, I knew, I knew what to say in advance. It just was one of those things. Sometimes, you know, sometimes even the great salads get knocked down. Wow. And then I got another call with now the callers are the regulars are the WTIC mafia callers are upset because the new rule is that they're only allowed to call in once a day. They used to call in once a show. Um, and there's a new rule now by management that says they have to call in once a day. So one. So they have to choose whose show they get to call in. Right. Now? So so our friend Rudy called in and he said, "Hey, um, hey, I don't like this that I only can call in once a day. That means that I'm going to go somewhere else <clears throat> to other shows." And I didn't have a good excuse for him. I didn't have a good explanation. I mean, <clears throat> but it was just one of those days. I had no good explanations for anybody or anything. You never know those days. You never know because I was locked and loaded with stuff. I didn't even get to all the stuff I wanted to get to. It was it was like, it was a it was a, a lot of a layup show. And at the same time, at the same time, you know, you, you, I would put myself if I were a caller, a P one and a caller, I would also be pissed off. That's oh it. yeah, I used to call him when it was WTKK in Boston, which was the F the short lived. Well, I guess not that short-lived, but in in radio time, relatively short-lived FM talk station that was here in Boston Mm -hmm. that Tom used to be on when I met him. Um, I used to call in, like, to all the shows. Every day? Not every day, but I mean, like, you know, if I was listening, you know, throughout the day and they were saying something I wanted to weigh in on, I would call in, you know, first to one show and then to the next show. (laughs) (laughs) Give him, <laughs> like, sure, why not? You know, yeah. I haven't enlightened this set of hosts with my wisdom. Oh God! Yet. <laughs> Once again, you look great, Alice. Do you have? Any, are you using one of the a real light? Um, no, I cannot find the right pieces to make the real light work. Oh, right. Um, however, you know what I am using? <laughs> the desk light that you got me. Oh, it works well. Um. Yeah, I have it like right next to the little ship on the side table, like shining down on me right near me. So yeah, it works out pretty well. It looks nice. good, I think. I'm no I'm not gonna get inappropriate again with you, but that's that But then I have my Gimme you. Your Napoleon. Yeah, shirt. I noticed that. I noticed that. Oh my goodness. That looks it looks so suggestive <laughs> that it means mean? something else. And that the fact <laughs> that there's a in between the two heaving bonds, there's this like brown thing as well it's like what exactly is going on there but i, I know it's inappropriate do i need to redesign this shirt no it's perfect believe me <laughs> guys i think the, the, no man watching will have any problem with the shirt and i don't think any lady will either you're making me uncomfortable now well now, now you know how i felt after getting browbeat by you today during this show you see now let's let's debate energy policy so <clears throat> As far as stuff going on in the world, um, I'm starting to not like Zelensky. I'm all this. I told you last week. I think I don't. I'm suspicious of this whole thing where we're all supposed to be in love with him, just like we were all supposed to be in love with Cuomo back in March of 2020. Like I don't like when we all have a mass psychosis at the same time and decide to like the same thing all at once. Like it's weird to me. So I've always been suspicious of it. I don't like the idea that we're all supposed to be in love with him. I think it's weird. But what in particular has raised your ire today? He said a few things like this recently, and I'm I'm like, I don't like it. He said, uh, new, uh, sorry, Zelensky in late night address tonight slams NATO over ruling out, um, ruling out no fly zone. This is the self-hypnosis of those who are weak, insecure inside, despite the fact that they possess weapons many times stronger than we have. It's like, dude, go f yourself. Leave. Yeah, sorry, we don't want to be yeah, in a nuclear war yeah. over your country. Like heaven right. forbid. Sorry, you know, we have other him. stuff going on right now. I understand, but it's but it's it's so jerky. It's like immediately, oh, you're you're all weak minded, weak minded. Wait, I would use a little more uh, honey in your, you know, entreaty or your yeah. And didn't he say that like all the deaths from now on are on uh, yeah. on all of us? Like. Oh, wow, excuse up, me. Man. I thought they were on Putin. Like, Jesus. 
I didn't kill anybody in Ukraine. My goodness. But yeah, I like when people said that Biden's foreign policy was one of the causes of this whole situation, everybody got yelled at and said, like, how dare we blame Biden? This is, you know, totally Putin's fault. You can't put the responsibility on this for uh, for for the these deaths on Biden, that's ridiculous. It's all Putin's fault. Putin's the only one responsible. How dare you, right? But when everybody's boy crush Zelensky gets on TV and tells us that it's the Western world's fault, then all these hawks decide that right. we absolutely have to do a no-fly zone because Zelensky said we're responsible for all the deaths otherwise. You know, I, I think... I don't know. How do you feel about the comparisons to World War Two and like in in Hitler? Because obviously, it, World War Two is always used as the example of sort of the war that we. It was definitely good that we got involved in and stopped Hitler, right? And people who didn't want us. I mean, that was like a a pretty a pretty mainstream opinion. Also, in in the lead up to us joining World War Two, people didn't want us in the war, right? Well, of course. So, so, I mean, like, how do you, when people, when people act like this is going to be World War II in the, sometime in the future, when history looks back on this and says, like, this is a war that we're ultimately going to get in, like, I feel like when people make comparisons to World War II and Hitler, and I think that what they're trying to say is this is a war that we're ultimately going to have to get involved in, A, and because they think Putin's going to go further, right? And, and that, you know, it's a war that history is going to look back and say we should have gotten involved in and should have gotten involved in even sooner that, you know, because I think that that's like kind of how World War Two is viewed. But I don't know that that's going to be the case here. I mean, you said and I meant to bring it up today, although I was rattled because I got yelled at. But um, you said that you thought that they, somebody would use a nuke. Well, and that's not something. Yeah, we, I said it on the show yesterday. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's not something we had to worry about with Hitler. I mean, right. That's true. That was not part of the equation. Right. Although he wanted it to be, but still. I I mean, I don't... I'm with the UFC guy we played yesterday. I don't trust our side yeah. enough. Well, most of our listeners didn't hear that. We only played that on the Patreon show. Oh, is that Patreon true? Well, let me show. play it now. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, we can go ahead and play that again. That, I'm glad. Uh, the, I'm this glad. Guy, we, should... we played this on our Patreon show yesterday, but you should definitely all hear this because I was thinking about this sound clip after the fact too. Like, I mean, just really, what a a brilliant speech, beginning to end, so on point, so thoughtful, and like just inspiring. And it, I don't know, it's stuck in my head for sure. Same here. This is Bryce Mitchell. He's a UFC fighter. Well, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the whole Russia and Ukraine situation. You know, um, here, here's my first thought is I'm not going nowhere to fight none of these wars for these politicians. I'm staying at home, and when the war comes to Arkansas, I will dig my boots in the ground, and I will die for everything I love, and I will not retreat. If this country's in... So let's just start, stop right there, first of all. That sounds like a guy who means every freaking word he just said. Right. He sounds like that is a man... My bolt, bolt detector is not going off. This sounds like a dude... With some core principles. Well, right. More than uh, most people. Right. <laughs> I know. I think. I mean, like, would you say that about Massachusetts? No. I, I don't have it in <laughs> me to say, like, I don't have the dig my boots in the ground thing. I would be, you. Everybody, the world would stop and everybody would point at me and say, fraud, please dig your boots <laughs> in the ground. And everybody's saying, well, we got to, we got to evacuate. We got to leave. We got, I will not. I will dig my boots in the Arkansas soil and I will fight for the people that I love, for the land that I love and the way of life that I love. But I'm not going overseas to fight. I don't know what's going on, to be honest, brother. I really don't. There's so much stuff and I don't think nobody knows what's going on fully. There's been so much political corruption in that area. You got Biden and his son making a ton of money off of um, and using our tax dollars to bribe their people. That's treasonous in my opinion. Uh, so you got Hunter Biden and his son using our tax dollars. Hey, if, if Ukrainian government, if you don't do this, we're taking your tax dollars. He shouldn't be giving our tax dollars to that country anyway. We got veterans out here sleeping on the street and you're going to give our freaking tax dollars to these Ukrainians and all the, I, brother, I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm not going over there and fighting and God bless anybody that's over there is fighting and I hope that this just get solved and man i don't like war 
You know what I mean? I don't want people dying and all that stuff. I don't want to be, but I don't know what's going on. There's so much stuff that I think that's corrupted that we just don't know what's truly going on over there. And I just, I pray all those people are safe. Hey, incredible. It, it, I, I agree <clears throat> completely. I mean, what are we going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to go all in for this particular conflict, which is, I know it's terrible, believe me. And, oh, I didn't play the, the sound um, on the show today, as a matter of fact. I know it's terrible and awful, and the fact that you've got kids who are in shelters. Did you hear the girls sing Let It Go? Yes, I did see that one. Isn't it beautiful? Listen. I think that's great, isn't it? But the fact that yeah. you've got this little five-year-old, you know, in, in some bomb shelter somewhere, I mean, this is awful stuff. They're murdering people. It's awful stuff. I think that what we're doing is what we should be doing is, is giving them guns, having the Polish give them planes and, and backfill the Polish and give them more ammo and javelins and stingers and whatever you need to do to give the Russians hell. Already, this has been a a loss for Putin. I mean, this was not as it was supposed to go. He's still the convoy is still holed up, and it has not gone gone well. But I, I don't think you can't. If we go to war with Putin, unless somebody whacks him, um, he's going to fire a nuke or more, and then it's all over. And for 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 what? The cost benefit just doesn't work out. Yeah, it's and it's not going to work out for the Ukrainians either if there's a nuclear war. I mean, like that's that's the problem here. So uh, the problem is that that you know it's hard to know when you're dealing with a Hitler situation where you'll be glad you got into the war and did what you did, and when you're dealing with an Afghanistan situation when it seems like a good idea at the time and like it makes sense, but then you know. 20 years later, everybody seems to think we never should have gone at all, right? It And, I mean, like, how how are you supposed to know in the moment, like, how history is going to look back on something? And you see these videos, it's, it's obviously heart-wrenching. It's obviously terrible what's going on there. It's also terrible what's going on in in China to the Uyghurs. It's also, t- but that we see less of on the news. Uh, there are terrible wars in the Middle East, terrible wars in Africa. There are people, you know, I mean, like a mosque, a mosque got blown up the other day, too, and a bunch of people were killed. Like, it, but that wasn't on the news. It, that's just as horrific. Those bodies are just as mangled and just mm-hmm. as dead. And it's just as tragic for their families. There's so much freaking tragedy and 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 horror in the world that... That it, it can be paralyzing. What I'm suspicious of is when, you know, the the entire media and culture gets universally at the same time focused on a particular tragedy and horror and wants you to do something about it right now, right? It's the same thing as, like, right after the mass shooting when they all want to, like, do something about this right at this moment and, like, there's all the uh, terrible heart-wrenching pictures and obviously they're heart-wrenching, you know? Every, everything about it is extremely sad and it's extremely terrible and it's, like, you know, but, but uh, I get suspicious when the entire media and political establishment is trying to ask me to throw out any sense of caution or principle or ideas about what's a good what's a good thing to do and and what's a good plan just because we're seeing you know terrible images and I tend to think that that when you're in heightened 
a heightened emotional state about something is not actually the best time to make a decision about it. You know, that that's like not actually that right after the mass shooting is like not actually the most clear headed time to be making gun policy. That right when we're getting flooded with these crazy images of what's going on in Ukraine is the right time to make a decision because this is obviously a lot of this is propaganda. Like the Snake Island stuff was propaganda. A lot of these things are, you know, designed for Western consumption. I don't know. The the little girl in the subway obviously is heart-wrenching. I don't know. I don't know. Or the bomb shelter, wherever she was. I know a mm-hmm. lot of people are in subways as bomb shelters too. But, you know, I don't know to what extent that was like a coordinated effort to put that out there. And I don't know to what extent like, you know, I, I don't know if that little girl's life is going to be better or not if we set up a no-fly zone over there. Because if we turn Europe into a nuclear wasteland, I don't think that's going to be great for her either. Right. You and know, same, and, and it's it's obviously if you were a marketing firm, that's exactly what you'd put out there. It's a very, of course. it's a worldwide known song. It's a very Western song. American little girls will know that. Have little girls sing there. Who knows? The only thing I can verify mm-hmm. about that is that it's. It is the melody to let it go. Other than that, <laughs> everything gets a green assault. Well, right. But also, well, right. Like, I, why would we this be- stuff is, And it bothers me. I'm almost more suspicious of this entire thing because, exactly because, this seems so professionally done. Everything about this, every heart-wrenching video clip looks like it was put out by a PR firm to do this. Like it seems very like pa- very well packaged for western audiences to to pull at the heartstrings, right? Um you know, there was a a protest in France too that was uh, to, designed to pull at not heart, your heartstrings necessarily, but I endorse that protest. I endorse that protest. I saw it. <laughs> I think it's great. It was a bunch of ladies who were shirtless and had um, the Ukrainian you to flag do that, Alice, painted to be honest, on their chest. To be what? honest, it wouldn't kill you to do that. To be honest, you'd probably start. A- I don't have anything that I need to protest about shirtless. Thank you. It's for Ukraine, Alice. <laughs> Today we're all Ukrainian. I call it Ukraine strong. Mm-hmm. Slava Ukraini. You know. Uh, yeah, but yes, I, the, the, the Parisian women were protesting, and uh, I'm all for that kind of protest, obviously. But you know, another reason why you wonder, you, you take a step back, is like we're sending Kamala Harris over there. We're sending her to do, to do what exactly? Because is she going to be mediating talks between people? Does she? Are we sure she has the horsepower to handle something like that? That take children to school and, and parents to work. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. Because we have the ability to see what can be, unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. Holy God. (laughs) So glad she's in charge of energy policy. So glad. And I'm glad you brought up uh, her going on about these green trucks. Imagine if all the trucks were making zero emissions, which I don't even think, like, even if the trucks are running on electric i don't think there are zero emissions first of all unless you're charging them on something that's zero emissions and second of all doesn't making the trucks like doesn't like creating making things out of steel have emissions does i mean i don't know that much about that but i think it does like i think that you cause emissions just by making the trucks but you know what do i know anyway it's obviously silly we are not there the biggest electric car guy in the country who obviously would love this to be possible that we 100% switch to electric vehicles tomorrow says we need to increase oil and gas production right now. So, you know, the, that just should tell you right there. But I'm glad you bring up energy policy because there is a new narrative out there. Um, someone just actually texted me saying, like, why are all my Democrat friends telling me right now that the gas prices have nothing to do with Biden and it's all because of Ukraine and it's Forbes wrote it up and they're supposedly right-leaning. I challenge that Forbes is right-leaning. They're not right-leaning. Anyway, this but- is what the guy, one of the guys who pummeled me today used. Yeah, so, but they've obviously all, like, all the 
non-player characters have downloaded the talking points about the Forbes write-up and the Biden and the, you know everybody all the Democrats that uh, I know are all saying this like the energy prices have nothing to do with Joe Biden it's all because of this Ukraine thing that was totally right. preventable and there all this more, stuff yes there are more licenses to drill than ever before yeah all these things he's been doing okay this was predictable first of all we all predicted this I mean we didn't predict Putin invading Ukraine specifically but it you know, everybody predicted that shutting down the Keystone Pipeline would harm our energy independence, that uh, the, that renewable energy sources were not there yet to replace this, that we needed to keep up our energy independence to not be beholden to bad actors in the world. I mean, like, this was known and preventable, and right. we could have talked about this, but we get to see Joe and Kamala going to electric boat factories and, and electric trucks places and biden gets to drive the electric ford truck so that he can look cool and you know but that it's not actually doing how many people do you know who are driving an electric ford truck right now not too many mostly none yeah (laughs) so um that's just it's not real life yet so kamala can go out here and say these you know platitudes about this stuff but it's just not true that this stuff exists meanwhile I like to check in on on my dear, uh, very woke friends from time to time to mm-hmm. see how things are going. And uh, they've found, obviously, with the high gas price stuff, new things to find offensive about all this. Because a bunch of um, good liberals have been making fun of people who are upset about high gas prices, saying that they don't care about Ukraine, that they're just gas guzzlers and they don't care. So... My uh, li- my even more liberal friend writes, why is everyone making fun of truck owners in response to high gas prices? Poor people have cars too, regular sized ones and cannot afford high gas prices. Why are we ignoring that? I don't get it. Here, here. And, uh, yeah, somebody replies, I've seen nothing but jokes about the gas. I've had nothing but anxiety because we start a new job tomorrow and to and from work every day. Here we go again. We're going to be facing homelessness and we can't even afford the gas to get to and from work i really wish russia would nuke us and then i wouldn't have to do this fight anymore <laughs> that's great we know somebody that person- else replies effing thank you we have an eight gallon tank and it cost me nearly 30 dollars to fill her up yesterday that's over a week of food alice you know what she wears the eight gallon tank for you i can see you know this woman with the eight gallon tank she eats more than 30 dollars worth what of food. the hell did you just say i i mean i can she there's no way she's only eating $30. If she were eating $30, well, okay. Anyway. Alice! Um, somebody else says, cost me almost $50 to fill up my tank, which I have to do almost every week. Uh, so then the slightly less woke person says, the high gas price is a result of the Russian invasion. There's a large overlap between people who own trucks and people making Putin's atrocities about themselves because of gas prices. I'm suffering with gas prices too, but my problems are tiny compared to the Ukrainian people. What was the other and one? Then, I hope uh, Russia would just nuke us. Yes. To end, to end her having to uh, fill up her car with gas. Can you read it again? Uh, I've seen nothing but jokes about the gas, and I've had nothing but anxiety because we start a new job tomorrow, and it's to and from work every day. Here we go again. We're going to be facing homelessness, and we can't even afford gas to get to and from work. I really just wish Russia would nuke us, and then I wouldn't have to do this fight anymore. <laughs> I guarantee you, you would have bigger problems if Russia nuked us. I don't think he's going to aim the nuke right at you. So <laughs> you're gonna have, there's going to be more problems that you're going to have to cope with. Trust me. Bigger problems than having to fill up your car to go to work. Uh, so then somebody else wants to uh, explain here. Because unlike cars, the majority of those giant trucks were not bought as truly functional, but as ego-boosting masculinity-proving right. oh, toys. Well, and for lynchings, I assume. Probably. The car companies have been making bigger and bigger trucks for no real useful purpose for decades. A lot of them actually have a smaller cab, proving that smaller trucks can do the same work that the bigger new ones uh-huh. can, but a lot less in gas costs. Uh-huh. If someone buys something purely to inflame their own insecure sense of self and then gets hit with exorbitant costs to upkeep them, it's their own fault. Real but moms of note, Wellesley have uh, found the secret sauce to why the trucks are doing selling so well. I know. It's always that that's all liberals have in the holster to come up with why you would want a truck or why you would want a gun or why you would want anything else that they don't want is because you're insecure about that. But as a side note, 
everyone should start considering transportation alternatives. Taking the bus is not a scary thing. In fact, I have done it for most of my adult life, even when I had a car. And most trips can be done by one bus ride. People who live here think nothing about walking a couple of miles during a parade, but can't imagine going a few blocks to the store on foot. <laughs> ah, that's great. I mean, what is changing, Alice? What was changing? Ever heard of Fairfield University? Um, I know you were talking about it today, but I didn't have a chance to catch up on Fairfield University. So let me no. just uh, play a little bit of the news wrap for Fairfield University and connect to cut Fox 61 because I want you to meet somebody who I'm. I think would be. We should try to have her join that group that you were just reading about. Solidarity in Bridgeport today as Fairfield University students join members of the Black Lives Matter movement in speaking out against the school's decision to remove the Black Lives Matter flag from campus. The students meeting with Reverend... That noise, that noise was something in the studio fell, not my studio. <laughs> Heron Gaston, who led a recent Black Lives Matter march, they say they're upset the administration ordered a flag be taken down at its counseling center. The students telling us they... So a bunch of white grad students, chicks, girls, ladies, are very upset that this happened. They're, they're, uh, and one of them, and now I'm not gonna, I'm allowed to talk about appearance, Alice, because I'm a man of girth. One mm -hmm. of the ladies, who's a grad student, is, uh, of... Of size, I would say. She's a healthy, according to uh, Health and Fitness Magazine, what was the one? Self Magazine? Self Magazine. Or, or Shape, maybe? Shape Magazine's criteria. She is absolutely in shape. Uh, and Alice, unfortunately, highly unfortunately, her name is Tiffany Tubby. Now, um, not because of Tiffany, but I will just say, let me see if I can see what your facial expression is right now. My facial expression? Yes. Okay, so her name is what? Tiffany Tubby. She may be a couple of pounds overweight. It's possible. But here's Tiffany I Tubby. I thought there was no such thing as that anymore. Here's Tiffany Tubby. She is salty about the university taking down a Black Lives Matter flag. Is she black? No, of course not. None of the <laughs> girls interviewed in this are. One is, here's, here's Whitney Keys, who seems to be about 46, but she's a grad student there. She'll give you, she'll warm up for Tiffany. Here you go. To use neutrality as a argument for doing something so baseless is standing with the side of oppressors and choosing oppression over inclusion. Well, I think actually um, to use neutrality is actually just using neutrality. I don't think it is baseless. It's, As a matter of um, fact, it's baseful. It's like a mangled, I think it's an MLK quote. Right. Um, but, but, but it's not baseless. It's actually based on mm -hmm. the neutrality guidelines. It's absolutely, totally based. There's no doubt about that. So then I'm going to bring you to Tiffany Tubby, and this is why Tiffany should hang out with those ladies that you were just talking about who want us nuked. As a future social worker who's graduating in May, um, my, I hold a whole set of values and ethics to do no harm. White silence is doing harm, and I don't want to be part of that. Oh, sorry, it's Desmond Tutu. If you are neutral in situations uh, of injustice, you side? have chosen the side of the oppressor. Shut up, Desmond. Yes, okay, sorry. are you not listening to Tiffany Tubby? Let me play it again uh, for you. Or, okay. Let me play it again for you. Don't look anything up for the next few seconds, okay? Okay. As a future social worker who's graduating in May, um, my, I hold a whole set of values and ethics to do no harm. White silence is doing harm, and I don't want to be part of that. That's Tiffany? Tiffany Tubby. White silence is doing harm, and I don't want to be put... Because she's got a whole set of standards you don't understand. Because she's going to be a I social worker. I it's hard, though, because if you talk too much about it, too, then aren't you centering a white voice? Well, all I know is that white silence <clears throat> it means harm. White mm. silence could also just be you shutting the hell up, uh, because the rest of us are doing real things, and we're not uh, at, this, uh, at Fairfield University making pretend that we're part of the... Uh, social justice movement but tiffany right. tubby doesn't care about that she feels really important and she's a future social worker i'm shocked about that right. i'm shocked that right. she's a future social worker god the yeah miserable. probably coming to an elementary school near you there's uh almost nothing more revealing about the state of public schools in general like across the whole country than the reaction to this uh bill that desantis has 
uh, the Don't Say Gay bill, which is, I mean, if I, I weren't for the bill before, I sure would be watching that protesting uh, against the bill. I believe, Alice, if, if it's my understanding, literally the legalese begins with you can't say gay. No, the legalese is you can't talk about sexuality to kindergartners through, I believe, third graders. Right. And that uh, sex education for older kids has to be developmentally appropriate. But what if you get off on that sort of thing as an outlet? What if you want to tell the kindergartners about sex and gender? Just to, you know, stimulate yourself. Is there no consideration there for those people? (laughs) No, no consideration was put in for those people. You cannot talk to the kindergartners about sex. So the if I weren't already for that 100%, mm-hmm. watching how upset it makes a bunch of edu- educators, big air quotes on that, and uh, other school personnel, watching how upset it makes them that they can't talk to the kindergartners about sex and gender, um, you would make me want to pull my kids out of the schools all over again. I mean, there was a lot of noise made about this, like, college wokeness stuff. I mean, mean, years ago, you've been in talk radio Mm -hmm. and in the news, so everyone's been making hay out of it for a long time. And the standard response from the left was always sort of like, oh, it's just in the college campuses. It's not real life. What is it to you if they have trigger warnings and safe spaces and intersectionality on the college campuses? Who cares? Like, it's not affecting you. Stop complaining, right? And there's been more noise made about it now as it's moved into boardrooms and corporations and the diversity trainings that people are getting, you know, just in their, in their businesses as this generation that was educated like this in college has started to enter the workforce and demand that people start like putting pronouns in their email signatures and stuff. I assume I'll have to have like what tribal land I'm occupying in my email signature by like this time next year. But I, or, or even sooner, I mean, stuff's moving pretty fast here, much less a description of what I look like on my zoom call avatar. But you know, I think that it's sort of been lost in the shuffle between the college kids and the corporate, uh, you know, versions of this madness, that it's already taken incredibly strong root in our public schools, right? And I like... I frankly, I don't even know if these bills that these governors are doing in a lot of states are going to be enough to combat this. Like, I almost think you have to just defund the public schools and start over because this stuff is insidious. It's infected the brains of Mm -hmm. half the people or more who work in these school districts. They are insane and they are going to damage your child psychologically. (laughs) I I mean, uh, intentionally. This is the point of what they're doing here is to, you know, cripple your child's psychological development with not just the gender and stuff, the race stuff, like all these things. I really think that, that it is completely toxic. And I think that there hasn't been any attention on how rapidly this has been spreading in the schools. And, you know, just in the last year or so, you know, really since like the George Floyd stuff and people started to have a language to talk about what they were seeing in the schools, this, you know, the CRT language and the wokeness language and ways to describe the stuff that's happening in schools. But, you know, it, it's not enough to try and take it out of the curriculum when you have a huge number of the people who work in the school buildings totally devoted to this weird religious cult. They all need like deprogramming. It's crazy what what is happening in the schools. And like when you see the reactions to stuff like this, like to this bill that DeSantis did, then you see that that this is already this is already a sickness that is, you know, taken hold. This is not right. something where you can just like say we're not going to do this going forward. These people are all like mentally ill now. Do you have the video of them singing in the hallway or whatever chanting? I in the do. Hallway? Hold on it's... one second. Hold on one second. So, but but yeah, I mean, and this again, again, it's like the. It's like the reactions to the bills where you tell teachers that they can't teach kids that like one race is responsible for like other things people of their race have done in the past and they like wig out and say that you're trying to like prevent kids from knowing about slavery, which is absurd, totally absurd. And, you know, then you see the reaction to something like this where he says you can't teach the kindergartners about sex and they have like a total meltdown. Here's the the students about DeSantis. 
not exactly really well done, but you get it. What about the ones where they're chanting like, uh, say gay or whatever? Is there like dancing oh, through I the forgot hallway? About that. Those women, yeah. I mean, like this is unhinged. This these protests are happening in school hallways, is my understanding, correct? Yes. And these are people that are employed by or students of the schools, correct? Right, right. I mean, that's insane behavior. It's ins- it's totally nuts behavior. And all these people should be fired for not doing their jobs. <laughs> like, Just teach the kids. What are you doing here? I-, I don't understand the need to turn the entire school system. I mean, I understand. They've turned the entire school system into an arm of their weird cult theology. It's messed up and you know i don't know i don't know where public schools are going to go from here frankly. well which is why it's so great that uh, that christina pusha has been who's been on the mm-hmm. show or has she has, she has right she's been on the 1570 project which i need to she went out and accused and this was great recused um progressives of wanting to of wanting to um groom people of course, of course. Right. If you want to talk to kindergartners about your sexuality, then you want to groom people. Like, I'm sorry. That's just what it is. I don't know why people have trouble, like, with that concept. Right. And uh, so DeSantis apparently had it out. I'm just looking. I'm sorry about this. I got distracted myself, Alice, because I have people asking for my podcast. And the last one that was for the show, uh, for my radio show, was uploaded on last Thursday. So it's excellent. Oh. Excellent. Always makes me pleased. That's great. Considering I wanted you to hear something from today, but that's not going to happen. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. And that's fine. I'll be fine tomorrow. It's fine. All right. So, um, but, uh, but uh, hold on. That sentence was uh, today on a roll. Apparently, let me find this here. Sorry, Tom Shattuck, Alice Shattuck, Burn Barrel. Hold on. Hold on. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm so ready. I've never been more ready for a sound kind in my life. You're ready for something. All right, hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have a problem. Stop it. Okay, let me make sure we can Are hear. you going to play the, an audio clip? or? Yes, hold on. Shh. Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives. It doesn't matter what critics say. Well, it says advanced classroom instruction on sexual identity and gender orientation. For who? For for grades pre-K through three. So five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds. And um, the idea that you wouldn't be honest about that and tell people what it actually says, it's why people don't trust people like you because you peddle false narratives. And so we disabuse you of those narratives. And we're gonna make sure that parents are able to send their kid to kindergarten without having some of this stuff injected into their school curriculum. Well, here you go. Obviously, this guy should be president right now. It's, it's a shame that we're going to have to go oh, through three more years. I don't know if our country is going to make it to the next president, to be perfectly honest with you. There's, uh, I, I mean, we've, uh, we've arrived at the prospect of global thermonuclear war a lot faster than I would have anticipated when Biden was elected. We're only mm-hmm. a year in, and we're, it, I, I don't know, and Kamala is no better. Imagine if Kamala was president right now. I don't know that it would matter. I don't know that it matter. I mean, <clears throat> maybe. I mean, Biden maybe, at least. I, I mean, can you play the Kamala cut? I don't think we played this on our show, even though I tweeted about it. The Kamala cut. She appeared on a podcast and was asked to explain what or what's going on. In either Ukraine. social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So. Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. If you're watching any level of news. Yeah. Um, I mean, all that was accurate. I'll say that right? for it. Nothing in there was strictly untrue. But uh, I don't know if that's quite what he meant by layman's terms. Right. (laughs) 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 He didn't say explain it like I'm three. (laughs) He said 
um, layman's terms, which I, I would think you could go into a little more depth, but I'm not sure Kamala has more depth on that. No, I don't think she does. I don't think she does. Well, the other thing that's come to the fore today is the squad, they all have spent a lot of money on private security, including Ayanna Presley. Uh, they're all for to defund the police. Ayanna Presley, I think, has spent over uh, $50,000 <clears> and <throat> in money well, for but pri- their but their personal protection i'm sure doesn't um uh carry any deadly weapons or anything of right. that sort well they do i think and and cory <laughs> Bo- cory oh, bush, no. bush was asked about hers <laughs> sorry Congresswoman, if you support defunding the police, why are you paying for your own security? I'm sorry, ma'am. Do you have any comment on why you want to defund the police, but you're paying for your own security? You want to take resources away, but you're providing them for yourself? Yeah, and of course she does. And that was that was actually from last year. But you get the point. And that's mm-hmm. what's going on now. It's it's like everybody. It's always a nobody believes a goddamn thing that they are saying. Well, and to be fair, they have absolutely the right to get private security for themselves if they want it. I'm sure they get death threats and there's all kinds of crazy people out there. The problem is, is that a lot of people can't afford to spend tens of thousands of dollars a year on private security. And those people need there to at least be some semblance of law enforcement in their communities in order to like survive day to day and know that their business isn't going to be ransacked, which is what's going on now for everywhere from like Connecticut to California, right? Is that criminals have like complete free reign because the police know that their hands are tied on all this stuff. They can't do anything about most of it anymore from psychotic DAs and um, just the crazy politicians. They know they're going to get blamed. They know they're going to get thrown under the bus. The second anything happens, they don't want to be put in the position to, to have to wonder if they're going to go to jail for like trying to protect a store owner from from criminals you know uh, and who can blame them or they're getting out of the police force altogether and and why wouldn't you why wouldn't you at this point when you're demonized like this it's oh. so funny it's so funny how the left thinks they have like a right to other people's services just like they think they have like a right to health care which fundamentally means that they have a right to ha- be able to make doctors do something for them right and, and it's the same with, like, the police, because when you point out that all this talk of defund the police and all the Black Lives Matter protests have led to police officers quitting low department morale, police officers not wanting to do their jobs anymore, like, not going to the bad neighborhoods because they don't want to get into a situation that's going to end up with them in on trial, that, you know... The liberals will go like, well, they should have thought about that before they signed up. Like, they shouldn't, they should have known that this was part of the job and comes with the territory and blah, blah, blah. It's like they think they have the right to be protected by people who they hate and yell at and say they're bastards, like, every day. It's crazy to me. Like, people aren't going to put up with that. People have free choice whether or not to join a police force, and they're going to end up not choosing it, which means that you're going to have a labor shortage unless you raise the, unless you increase what you're paying cops, unless you raise the wages. So it, it, but liberals just don't believe in market forces. They think they can have their cake and eat it too, all the time. Yeah, well, and just too many people have gone absolutely nuts. Two more hogs got the fever. Millions of Americans got the fever, Albie. Allison, what are you up to tonight, doggy? Um, I'm just going to clean up some stuff, make a big salad. Um, all things like that. Well, are you not listening to me through your headphones cuz I'm hearing you on an echo? You are? Yeah. I'm using my head- me on I'm hearing me on an echo. How about now? Are you still hearing you on an echo? Is it better? Is it still? Is it still echo- echoing right now? What happened to me? My it, this has gone reversed, hasn't it? Was I like this earlier? Oh, I don't know either. Oh, did I? Well, I hit the button that Colin and me used to make me hit when he started hearing echoes. So now that button's been hit. Now I think we should be okay. Or, or is there an echo? Who knows? I don't know. We 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 just got a car out of the snow, and it's been it was so tough to do. I have not been so exhausted. Thankfully, that I am ripped from um, 
from Planet Fitness because that kicked our asses. So now I'm going to go. You look very lovely, Alice. I mean, you need, need you to stay after class on uh, on StreamYard. Seriously. Do I have that power? The broadcast. All right, Albie. <sighs> Mangy. The music's going, just so you know. Trust me. All right, find us on uh, Dingleford at TomShattuck.com. You can get me at uh, Microsoft.com.TomShattuck.net. You can also find us on um, Champion.com and uh, Friendly'sIceCream.com.net.us. All right, I'm going to do that again here because it didn't come out at all because I had the thing going and not the thing plugged in. So here we go. Ready? I'm going to do a better job too, Alice. All right. So you can find us here, Alice Shattuck and Tom Shattuck, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. You can email us, burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can find us and buy all the merch if you'd like to. There's some great stuff there. Um, we're on Twitter at burnbarrelpod, rumble, rumble.com, whatever. YouTube, we're there. You can follow the T-Dog at TomShattuck.com. Alice Shattuck is at Alice Shattuck. We love you. God bless you. See you later, guys. Say la vie. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.